Have you ever had that thing happen to you when you get a call at a business and you think it's a different business? Yep. But it's on the same street. Yep. Yeah. So we get the call and there's two people going in the building, one person acting as a lookout in the back. Hi, Brandon. Hi, Mike. I'm hitting shit over here. I see that and heard it. <laughs> if our it listeners didn't hear that. Welcome to uh. episode 46. And the reason, I was just telling Brandon in the pre-show that the guy who does the music that I stole for the show <laughs> flagged us for the, for the music I use um, during the pre-show. He hasn't flagged this one yet, and I think it's because I added the saw and the sirens, the algorithm is not picking it up. We've outsmarted the machines. Yes, we have. I'm Mike Morazzo. That's Brandon Silvera. You're listening to episode 46. Doug Plank. It's the Doug Plank episode. He set the tone for the 46 defense that the Bears ran in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. I'll allow it. Excellent. I like that. Thank you. I'm sure he liked it too, naming a whole defense after him. Yeah, I'll say. He was one of the hardest hitting safeties to ever play. Like Ronnie Lott. Let me say, but he don't hit like Ronnie Lott. <laughs> he was before Ronnie Lott. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, welcome. You've had a shitty week, and you've I've dealt had a bit with of a, week. A, a shitty car problem, which was discussed in the pre-show and on the Instagram a Live. Piece of shit car. <laughs> I've got a piece of shit piece car. Piece of shit car. Now, yeah. this is going to get flagged because that was... Pitch perfect. That that would be an Adam Sandler reference if anyone has that comedic album. That's one of his songs. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know if anybody listens to comedy albums anymore. I don't know. I've got I, I've been playing my uh iPod, because I still have an iPod. <laughs> been playing my iPod. Of course you do. It's an iPod five. Um iPod touch is what they used to call it. Ooh. Um, I still have my first generation iPod video oh see um it's like when star lord gets the zune it holds up to 300 songs <laughs> 300 wow uh Whoa. so i've been playing it on just um shuffle all yeah and it's like four days worth of music in there but also in there are dane cook stand-up albums chris rock stand-up <laughs> albums adam sandler's thing you know eddie murphy so on occasion Back before I'll, dane cook got sober yeah i'll hear a song and then it goes into a, a comic routine which is pretty funny that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You get a good laugh in there once in a while while you're working. <laughs> it sucks because I like to pause it if I have to use the saws because I don't like missing music or, or yeah. jokes. But um, I have been using my uh, ISO tunes with the built-in Bluetooth that hang I by my Meyer things. station. Yeah, and they go over the ears. They're the link. And uh, so I, if I know I got to work on the saw for like an, a half an hour or whatever, I'll just throw them on and sync it to the iPod. And See, I'll throw them on music. just to make sure that the neighbors don't think that they can talk to me. <laughs> oh, when you're outside, like cutting the grass? Yes, because I'm, no, when I'm in my garage shop. Oh, okay. I'm so jealous of a garage shop. But because you... And if, you know, for those of you watching on the YouTube, I am naturally, as you can all see, uh, one of these snapback boys um, in the garage. 
No one snapbacks boys club. Huh? Nobody knows what that is. Oh, by the time this airs, people will know what that is. People on Instagram will know what it is. Well, people on Instagram will know what that is. Uh, We'll get more into that, I think, in the woodworking portion, because I think that's a kind of an interesting little tidbit. Tidbit. And we touched on it in the the Instagram live that we do the day that we record. Yeah, I need to go back and look at that. And the fireworks are starting. Oh, well, it is June. So you said June through November are fireworks. No, dude, like it starts in May. It starts on Memorial Day. So, yes, that's I. I saw Jonathan <laughs> post that, and it's absolutely hilarious. I love it because uh, I'm kind of on his side, and by doing that, you have completely unfocused your camera. Is so, that really? Yeah, you are super blurry, dude. I don't know how uh, to. Okay, hold on. A second. So while you fiddle fart with that, I will get into the the story of my week, uh, since my car issues tie directly in to my week at work. So my Monday is on a Wednesday. I know it's weird. Don't try to make sense of it. It's a cop thing. It's a cop thing. You wouldn't understand unless you're a cop, in which case you do understand. So I'm driving to work, fat, dumb, and happy. When all of a sudden I feel like a little hitch in the giddy up of the car. Well, I mean, I, I've had, you know, we've all had, you know, automatic transmissions that maybe got a little weird when they were trying to shift and you just kind of usually let off the gas and then get back on it and kind of solves the issue. Well, when I got back on the gas, nothing happened. Now, just for some context, uh, for those of you who don't know, I was on Highway 101. Uh, 101 is a major freeway in california i was in the number one lane which is the left lane for those of you non-cops and i no longer had the ability to propel my motor vehicle forward i was coasting so i had to like most of your career at the police department go yeah yeah you just coast (laughs) well played dickhead um so i'm able to get all the way over to the shoulder shut the car off i'm like okay most of cars are run by computers now, and my f- simple fix for computers is, uh, well, you turn it off, and then you turn it back on. Tried that, put it in drive, hit the gas, nothing. Not e- It didn't even rev. So, apparently the transmission went into what's called, like, limp mode, where it just will basically, if you put it in drive, it will move your car forward at, like, two miles an hour. And I was able to get it safely into a parking lot, and I am not the car guy guru person i'm not car guy that's not me but i am a man and the man man, god damn it i am a man okay and the man in me said i'm gonna pop the hood i'm gonna take a look at this thing so i popped the hood start looking at the engine and i say out loud to myself in this parking lot what the hell i'm looking at here and i close the close the hood so I have it towed to like the nearest Nissan dealership because I figured if it, it's going to probably need some sort of substantial repair and they're the ones that are most likely going to have the one, they're going to have the parts and two, they're going to have the know-how because they work on these cars. Right. That's their job. Yeah. They wouldn't know that how was, to solve a burglary. No. Yeah. I took it to an expert, but I wouldn't expect like a Ford dealership to be able to figure out a Nissan easily or have parts on hand. So, Talk to their service guy, and he goes, "Yeah, so it 
It's probably either the transmission or the throttle body, which gives you a price range of about twenty five hundred bucks to fifty five hundred bucks. I'm shooting for now, the lower, please. Yeah, that's like please, oh god, please, please don't you. be that. <laughs> so, you get a phone call from him the next day. He goes, "Hey, so um, we're trying to we we get the error code and it says there's something wrong with the module that communicates between the computer and the transmission. We're like, we're not able to talk to the transmission." So we got to replace that. Like that's where we start. I'm like, all right, well, how much is that? Eleven hundred bucks. Do I need that? Can't you just talk out, to the transmission without yeah. it? Yeah, I can talk. I'll come down there. I'll talk to it. Just open it. Yeah, it'll talk just, right to you. Yeah, it'll tell you everything you need to know. Um, he goes, but hey, you know, good news. We pulled uh, a little sample of the uh, transmission fluid, just checking for like metal shavings, right? indications that your transmission is done yes and it looked clean so i think i think we're we might be able to get away with just replacing this part liar like, well that's like well that's lower than what you were telling me yesterday i like this sure and like the big dumb idiot that i am i allowed myself to have hope I said well maybe this is just a simple fix right well he calls me back Sometime later, and he goes, hey, um, so we're talking, we're able to talk to the transmission now. I'm like, all right, what's the transmission saying, Corey? Talk to me, man. What's yeah. it, Talk to me, Goose. What's it saying? It says total failure. Total well, that's not, failure. Like, that. that's not good. Goes, yeah, so we dropped the pan to the transmission, and um, we found a two-inch piece of metal in it that broke loose from the gearbox. Uh, now uh, I've worked on cars for a long time and worked at a muffler shop and we used to do transmission services, right? I never worked at a trans shop. So I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know how to, but we used to drop the trans pan mm-hmm. and flush it. And you can see right away. That's the first thing they should have fucking done instead of trying to talk to it through a computer. My opinion. That- Mine, mine too, because my thinking was, well, if we, if transmission is one of the possibilities, let's rule that out first. Right. Pull let's the pan. Let's drop the pan. See if everything's in there. See what we see. Yeah. And then go from there. Like we could have had this, like I, I could have known everything on Friday or right. not Friday on Thursday versus late Friday and then stressing ever since right so i go okay well how much would it be to how much would it be to fix it he goes well on top of the module it's going to be a little over six thousand bucks and that was about the time i threw up in my mouth a little bit i said okay um i go just out of curiosity like if you guys were to make an offer just to buy the car (laughs) as is what would that offer be he goes let me transfer you over to the sales guy Says, yeah, I'll guy. send you. I'll send you a text. I'm like, all right, cool, because I'm I'm going into work. Yeah. And oh, so you did I, you did you make it into work? Oh, no, you burnt a no, day. No. So Wednesday. Oh, right. When he called you back. Yeah. Okay. And then I can't. I had to go rent a car because, you know, with the kids having activities and stuff, I I can't. We can't Damn. be a single car household. Damn kids. Um, we maybe could have pulled it off if I was working midnight still, but even then, that would have been a stretch. I don't like leaving Annie without a mode right. of transportation. Should something should an emergency happen. 
So we rented a car and I'm having this conversation as I'm driving to work. Okay. Yeah. Just send me a text with, you know, what you think the offer could be. And then, you know, what your, your best deal is that you could hook me up for. He goes, well, the trade in value is a thousand bucks. And with everything, uh, I could get you into a lease for this car at like four eighty seven. <laughs> gross. Wait, which car would it, did you was he? In I, I think it was like a twenty two uh, Frontier. Oh, that's so they're a, they're smaller size pickup. Yeah, right. Um, so I was like, no, I don't think that'll. That's not going to do it for me. So we've been stressed out uh, looking at cars. We called one dealership about one today. And apparently it's not even ready to hit the lot yet, but it's already listed online and they've already had multiple inquiries about it. Wow. So, uh, so about, let's see here. It is 9.03 PM uh, Pacific standard time on Sunday, the 26th. So at about noon today, we kind of came up with a decision. We're going to, uh, we found another car about an hour and a half away. It's a fusion hybrid that we're going to go ahead and get. And we're going to put in an order for a 2023 Ford Maverick hybrid pickup truck. So you're down one car, you're going to buy two. So with the, the, the stuff with the Maverick, once that thing is ready, we're going to trade in Annie's current car. Okay. So... It's it, it's one of those addition by subtraction sure. kind of things. I'm a little disappointed so. that I, I'm a huge Ford fan, but I'm disappointed that they made the Maverick a truck because it was a it was a coupe. So I completely forgot about the Maverick until a buddy of mine brought it up, and I had seen it on car on the you know Ford website before, and I th- honestly thought that like it was a variation of the new Bronco. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Ranger. No, but now looking at it, I think it's it. I think it's being built to replace the Ranger. No, they just brought the Ranger back. I know, and I have you seen how much it's going for? Yeah, I looked at when I bought before I bought my Silverado. I was looking yeah. at buying a brand new Ranger. They're like fifty k. Well, used the top of the line <laughs> one is, but you know you could. No, I'm I, I'm telling you right now. You go on like Cars.com or something like that, and you look up a used. Ford Ranger and it is easily 45 to 50k easy I wonder why and, and it's well, gonna have because I because everyone wants that size truck that's why the Tacomas are so expensive and they well, hold their value really Toyota, well that's why well yeah and Toyotas run forever I had Chevy just send me an email they want to buy my truck back <laughs> well I feel okay so here's the really funny thing about a month ago I got yeah. hit up by the dealership that I bought the the Sentra from and they were interested in buying it back from me. Oh, wait. That was a month ago? You should call yeah. them tomorrow. So, you want to know uh, the really sad thing? Yeah. I, uh, the car had an extended warranty on it. You want to know when that ran up? A month ago. January. Oh, <laughs> man. It's like, son of a bitch. So, <clears throat> so yeah. I, Sorry, after dude. we're done here, I'm going to probably uh, go online and build my truck and then hit up my uh, nice my sales guy at Ford and... Hopefully it'll be here sometime around March 2023. I've got a great um, Ford salesman out here by me. I've purchased four cars from them, and I haven't bought a car from him uh, in a while. But every few months, 
He calls me. He knows what schedule I'm on. So he leaves me a voicemail, checking in on me, seeing how I'm doing, if I need anything. Just a great guy. And I always feel bad because I don't return his calls, but it's, you know, I'm getting his shit when I'm sleeping. Yeah. But I want to leave him a voicemail. I actually wanted to send him some, you know, buy lunch for him and his guys one night because he saved me a lot of money on four different cars. And I just like the fact that his customer service is phenomenal. They don't have to. Yeah. I haven't bought anything from him in years. He's still checking in on me. Yeah. And I'll, I will say this. I'll, I'll give the dealership a little bit of a shout out. Um, Greenwood Ford in Hollister. Uh, their internet sales guy, Kyle, is uh, he was fantastic. So I kind of laid out everything that was going on for me. He's like, that absolutely sucks. He goes, here. He goes, let's see. Because, you know, I was telling him, like, look, we have to solve the short-term problem of I need a car to get to work. And I know that the Maverick ain't going to be ready. Even though, like, the Maverick is the is the long-term solution. <laughs> Excuse me. So he goes, well, let's see, like, if it'll hold the the trade-in value for you. And we'll give you an idea right now of what, you know, kind of to expect when you take delivery of the truck. And that's the... Oh, okay. That's the Maverick. Oh, right. So okay. he was he was kind of running me through the car that we were initially looking at. And then we had also been looking at some Fusions, too. And so he was kind of able to give us an idea of what to expect in March. They should be today. doing good deals on those Fusions because they're not making any sedans anymore. They've well, stopped making I mean, cars. Like They don't need to make deals on them. They, they can jack up the price of them. If you look at it now, the prices of trucks like used trucks is kind of like stabilized, but sedans are going up because nobody wants to get a truck and then pay more well, in gas. gas but I don't, they want yeah. the car that's going to get them 30 miles a gallon. Yeah. So my wife wanted with her work vehicle allowance that they're going to give her. She wanted to get a truck. She loves driving the Silverado. And then she, she looked at the um, paperwork from the company with the, policies and procedures and it yeah. clearly states sedan no sedan or suv <laughs> <laughs> because if she has to pick up you know yeah someone they don't want them having to climb into a truck yeah i get so. it but but yeah that's the uh that's going to be the big news is tomorrow we're going to be driving around hopefully this car is still on the lot still ready to go but we have at least a plan in place and hopefully dear god please <laughs> Uh, that will be the end of it. So hopefully that car is still there. Yeah. So, so and then you'll drive that, or you'll drive what? Andy's yeah. So I, so I'll drive that um, okay. as my commuter while she keeps, you know, holds on to her car. Yeah. And then when the truck shows up, we'll basically just be one of those like, hey, do you need the truck today? No. Okay, then I'm going right. to take it. Yeah. So, I I kind of got depressed this past week when I was at work because I wanted. I always told myself that when I retire, I'm going to buy a GT500 Mustang. Yeah, we were talking about this, uh, I think, last week. Yeah, we were. Um, not a new one. Yeah. You know, a used one. So just for shits and giggles, I started looking up, <laughs> you know, just in case I retire at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, like even an 08 GT500, 40 grand. I'm like, Good what the Lord. fuck? Guess I won't be getting that car. Yeah. So that was so, my Monday. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, and then we talked about last week, um, me wanting to go into the sexual assaults unit, right? Yes. I went to the county hospital 
every day this week for, for sexual assault for calls. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I at least have uh, gotten to speak with a couple of the on-call <laughs> sergeants and brief them on two bullshit cases and one that they almost came in. Uh, they almost did a callback for at about eleven thirty at night. Wow. So you're getting yeah. some experience and setting the base. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's been nice, but I didn't really want it on a week this stressful. <laughs> yeah. Well, God just gives you what you can handle, Brandon. And he apparently thinks you can handle all of that. Yeah. I really, really wish you didn't have that much faith in me. <laughs> Cause that first day I, my first day back, um, writing the sexual assault report, I didn't leave work till like four, which means I got home at five. Ugh. And then I got to be back to work. Right. I usually leave here a little bit after one. Yeah, that's the short turnaround. Yeah. Our so, guys, and to start the week, it just completely screws me up. Yeah. Well, so that was fun. But at least I got a little bit of overtime to help offset the cost of the new car. That's good. I take my overtime <laughs> as time owed to me, not pay. So, uh, But in this yeah. case, you need the pay part. Well, yeah. And that's what I was planning on doing was doing a lot of uh, putting it into my uh, we call it a comp bank. Yeah, yeah. So they'll pay out. They'll pay out the overtime as t- uh, earned time off at time and a half. So I was wanting to build that back up, and uh, well, looks like that's not going to happen. Yeah, you're going to need that money now. Yeah, Chan. Chances are that um, the week of the Fourth of July, I will be getting a brand new, newly minted police officer. Which real quick reminds me, that everyone that's listening, we will not have a show that week because it's the 4th of July weekend. I'm working that weekend, so we can't record on Sunday night. And then I, when I get home Monday, I'm going to stay up because I'm off that whole week. And then I'll be way too tired late Monday night. I'll be sleeping late Monday night. So we will not have a show. Um, and that week. I will be very drunk. <laughs> You'll be very playing, drunk. Playing with explosives. Yeah. So. Wish right. me luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, my week in a not so small nutshell. Mike, how was your two days of work? Oh yeah, uh, pretty good. I told you earlier that um, we got a call for. We have a lot of guys that are working eighteen-hour shifts now because our shift is short, and uh, Danny went on vacation, so the vacation picks were put in like January before we were, we were, our shift wasn't short at the time, but then drew left. And uh, so now they have to post overtime. So we got guys working their 12 hours, working another six, going home, sleeping for three hours, coming back and working another 12. That's going to be all summer. And that uh, sounds off. Yeah. It's not good. Everyone's kind of upset about it, but, and it's going to work in my, I'm off the week of the 4th of July. And some poor suckers are going to have to work 18-hour shifts. But uh, anyways, so we get a call for a neighbor dispute, and the rookie's working, so I'm so excited because now he's going to take all the paper calls. He should. Um, so, I disagree. <laughs> they should. Uh, so mm. anyways, we're, it was him and I got dispatched, him and his FTO and myself, and I get there first, and then the guy who's being held over, he gets there. And he's like, isn't the rookie coming? I'm like, I don't know. Fuck, let's just handle this call. So we handle the call. This guy's hammered. He's, okay, so these these two yards back up to each other. And the guy 
who called, it was a female who called, her husband was arguing with the guy across the fence. The people across the fence have a swimming pool, not an in-ground pool. They have an above-ground pool. And these people who called have kids. And they're worried that their kids are going to walk across and then somehow climb over a wall and jump and fall in the pool. So they wanted to put up some type of makeshift hillbilly fence. That's what it comes up to. So they put something up that's serving as a fence, and then the other person didn't like that. So he started touching it, but it's not on his property, so he shouldn't be touching it. You know, that kind of bullshit. So anyways, we handled the call, and as we walked back out to the front, I see the rookie finally pull up. And we were there for probably six minutes. <laughs> it wasn't a short call. And so in six minutes, you'd think the rookie should have been there. But I get out, I start walking towards my squad, and the FTO's out, this guy's arms crossed. He's just, the rookie's out of the car, he doesn't know what to do. Call's been dispoed on the air already. I just have to blotter it on the computer. So I don't know why he's even out of the car. And I go, nice of you to show up. And then uh, the FTO goes, go look at the address. So makes him walk to the front of the house, look at the address. Dispatch gave us the wrong number on the house. Right block, but like the wrong, instead of a 64, they gave us 66, whatever the hell the last two numbers were. Yeah. But he wasn't anywhere close. I guess he went to the completely other side of town. Before he even came, then he went north instead of south. I don't know. He just got all fucked up. Jeez. So we all, we were giving him some a hard time. And How then, far into training is he? Well, here's the thing. He just came to our shift two weeks. Well, I'm going to say a month ago. He did his first half on the day shift, but he just had two weeks off for drill because he's in the National Guard. And this was his first day back after being away for two weeks. And you're shaking your head because you know that's really bad when you're in training. Yeah. And I keep t- and he came back with a fucking mustache, like a thin pencil mustache. It looks really bad. I'm like, what's that on your fucking face? You're gonna have to shave that shit. Nope, nope. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're all gonna grow them. I said not this shift. You're not. But he's what he does. We changed their training. Right. Instead of just rotating with one shift, working two off three, work two. Yeah. They're now working five in a row. Ugh. only eight hours and then they're off oh. Sunday, Monday. So he comes in at 9 PM and works till five in the morning. He was working seven till three, but we get a lot of stuff after three in the morning that he needs to deal with. So we changed his hours to make it nine to five. So I told him, I said, did you forget where you were? And being away for two weeks is an issue. And it was yeah, because he forgot where he was supposed to be going. And I told him, just open your fucking phone and punch in the address. I don't care if you're riding with me, that's fine. Because if you actually have to get there fast, it takes two seconds to look it up on your phone and five minutes to drive around trying to find it, right? So just punch it in your phone. And I'm riding. He's riding with me on Tuesday. I should oh, say that'll be fun. I'm riding with him because he's going to be driving. Maybe if I, if I don't forget to take my drama, man. You know, and I've always wondered why we say it that way of like, oh, yeah, he's riding with me. Dude, we're the ones in the passenger seat. <laughs> right. We're the ones along for the ride. Right. So I'm along with the ride. Um, so after I gave him all that shit about going to the wrong address, we get a call <laughs> of a, a burglary in progress at a warehouse. Ooh, hot call. Hot call. Burglary in progress. So have you ever had that thing happen to you when you get a call at a business and you think it's a different business? Yep. But it's on the same street. Yep. Yeah. So we get the call, and there's two people going in the building, one person acting as a lookout in the back. There's one block north from another main street. So I go flying over there, 
Uh, the guy, another guy who's being held over 18 hours, he's there first with the sergeant. And they go in the back parking lot. They don't see anybody standing around, uh, no lookout that, at that point. There's a DUI guy doing a detail. He shows up. He goes to the far west end of the property. I show up. I go east. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I'm like driving because it's all factories that back up to these apartments on this side street. So I'm, yeah. on, I'm in the back of the building on the street that runs behind the building. The rookie and his FTO go to the front of the building. I'm all the way at the other end. I'm like, I don't see anybody fucking because I'm there's a building that was just remodeled and they have a bunch of really nice equipment in it. And that's what stuck <laughs> yeah. in my head, right? Yeah. I'm like, if someone's gonna burglarize someplace, it's gonna be that fucking place, not the yeah, empty, that's, empty that's warehouse. The target rich thing. Yeah. So that's where I went first. And then I thought, oh, this is wrong. Why is everyone driving in that direction? So I see one of the squads come out and go west on the street. I'm like, fuck. I drive down there. I park at the far west end, and the <laughs> DUI guy gets out and he goes, uh, what are you doing? I go, well, I'm gonna get these doors right here and he goes well jimmy's over there in that parking lot i go yeah i know but i don't want to pull in the parking lot with your squad you know that's bad so i i get back in my car i drive half a block down the street i park behind this big fence and i walk into the parking lot and the sergeant and the guy who's being held over are all the way over by this big dock it has to be 75 yards through a parking lot up and then there's a big overhead door there that's broken and apparently that's where these guys were going in so they're like Pointing to me, they're like, I, I shine my flashlight at them because I don't want to yell at them. I'm here. I'm going to post up on the southeast corner, right? Because that's what you do. You guys post it up on each side of the building. And they're going to make entry. But they're like frantically waving a flashlight at me. And I'm like, I don't read flashlight waving. I got. I have to fucking run 70 yards. Your, your department, like, you guys have radios, right? Hello? I'm like, I run up to them. I go, what? <laughs> they're like... We just saw a guy running that way in the building. I'm like, okay, just, okay, I'll go back to where I was. I got to post up on this door because that's my, my post. Like they, they have radios. Like you Apparently can they forgot them. to go, hey, um, like, there's a guy hey, running through. through the, I got one running through the building. <laughs> right. 58, go to the corner over there, the southeast corner. Wait, watch that door. So I run back to my post and they're in there for like, fuck, I don't know, man. They asked for radio silence. For the other, because we have two other towns on our band, yeah. they get that. They don't switch over. We're supposed to switch over to a different band. They don't switch over, and then um, we're getting dispatch. Even though it's radio silence, tell us that they say they can see the guy discharging a fire hydrant or a fire extinguisher against the windows. <laughs> so they're finally making their way. There's a tool room in the back of this building. It used to be a machine shop. I've walked through it like a hundred times. So that's where they think he is. And then my buddy who's on the DUI detail, he's on the southwest corner. There's an open door over there that he called in. So the two guys, the sergeant and the guy who was working over, they catch one guy. He's blasting this fucking fire extinguisher off in this tool Watching room. too many movies. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. So they draw it's down on him. Yeah. <laughs> they draw down on him, and they finally get one in custody. And then they put him in the DUI guy's car, and then they continue the search. So continue, they still have to search the rest of this huge warehouse. They ask him if anyone else is here. He's like, no, my friend's left. So they, they can't take his word, obviously. So they searched. In the meantime, while we still have radio silence, some guy in the other town, hey, I got a traffic stop. <laughs> like, go ahead with your traffic stop. Yeah, I'm at a 3,700 block. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Get radio silence. This guy doesn't care. It's been so long. He thinks we're, like, we're out of it or we've yeah. cleared the building or whatever. 
but they actually found nobody else in the building. And I thought, oh, it might just be a couple of random kids just wanting to have fun and going, because I like doing it, right? Going into empty buildings and stuff. I get to, I get paid to do it now, but, and it's legal when I do it. This guy's 30 fucking years old. And his excuse was he just wanted to make a clubhouse in this abandoned warehouse. He was going to make himself a clubhouse so they could hang out. He said heroin den wrong. <laughs> yeah, he did. And here's the kicker. We, so we bring him in. No key holder for the property. Oh, yeah. Why would you it have was, that? It went, they went bankrupt in like 2020 in February. Hmm. I think there's, there's something that happened around that time that yeah. like adversely affected a lot of businesses. That, yeah. So What was that? Uh, some bullshit thing called COVID. It's oh, fake. speaking it's of fake. which, speaking of which, yeah, another one. You got exposed again. Again, last night. Better you than me. 16. 16 times. You now have to watch 16 candles. Undefeated. Still a champ. Anyways, no complainants assigned complaints for trespassing. None. So we you, gave can't him- make a, you can't make a burglary case at... No, there was no, you can't make a burglary case. First of all, we need felony approval for that, and Cook County wouldn't give it to us because um, they, they didn't create any damage. Or st- well, you can, you can state that distinguishing or discharging a fire extinguisher would be damaged. Yeah. But they not, Cook County ain't buying that. <laughs> so like, I think they, they LO'd them, local ordinance charge, you know. So we'll get money from a fine and stuff, but. That he won't pay. No, he's not going <laughs> to fuck him. And he lives right across the street. <laughs> In the building where the complainant was calling from, he lives in that building. So he's a special one. Yeah, he is. Oh, and then I got a. We had an assault with a knife. Um, some kid was. So you mean a stabbing? No, an assault in Illinois is when <laughs> you, as a person, reasonably believe you're about to receive a battery. So if I clinch my okay. fist and do this, that's an assault. Okay. You know, further acting. Of that would be a battery. So basically, you had an assault with a deadly weapon. Yes. We had an assault with a deadly weapon, which was a knife. So this, this kid's outside of his house, and um, somehow there's this Polish guy. It's okay. Uh, him and his wife are arguing. It's no problem. According to the, his story, this kid knocks on their door. How dare he? Because this is a, a place that this one block, they all have like, they look like houses, but they're five apartments. In the houses. It's some of the fuck, most fucked up real estate I've ever seen. And it's all shitty people that live in there. So shitty person A goes up to shitty person B's door and says, hey, you're fucking fighting. He you know, starts yelling, <laughs> keep it down. This guy's having a domestic. <laughs> he, the Polish guy takes offense to that. He comes out. He's got a pocket knife. And he threatens the kid like this. He's like, what are you going to do about it? You know, he's, so the kid says, fuck this, gets in his car, takes out his, he drives three feet, turns around, and he's got his phone out, and he's Snapchatting, and he shows the guy. The guy comes up to the car with his knife out while the kid's in the car. And then the kid gets that part on videotape. So it was my call, and the rookie was down doing some bullshit paperwork. So I thought, oh, great. Now I'm going to deal with this guy. So we show up. Yeah, I called um, for more cars because this guy wants to sign complaints, and we have to go in and get this Polish guy. So I'm not going to just go with me and my buddy who's being forced to work over 18 hours, and it's already at 17 hours for him. So I'm like, call for two more cars. We only have two more cars. 
So I wait for everyone to get there. I said to the kid, you sure you want to sign complaints for this? Oh, yeah, just, fuck this guy. Just give me the city. Yeah. So I Every available car in the city. I thought we were going to have a problem. You know, we, we posted up yeah. on one door. We had rookie went and got the shield out of the car. Jeez. Yeah, we would be prepared. Knock on the door. Oh, I come out. Guy came right he's out. Okay. He's drunk. Apparently, he's a heroin, big heroin user, as huh. is his girlfriend. And uh, Weird. he's like, he's sitting on the porch handcuffed as we're trying to figure out what's going on. He's like, I just move here. These people don't like me. Uh, I don't like this town. I move. Uh, maybe I move to the other side of town. I go, no, no, no. Get the fuck out of our town altogether. Just no. go. Go away. The people on the other side of town are just like this. You should, you should just go to you a different You need to town. move like 50 miles west of here. That's where you need to go. <laughs> so I'm trying to talk him into moving out of town. But, um, I hear Ohio's nice this time of year. Yeah. yeah. Don't fucking <laughs> stay in my town, you fuck. So uh, we brought him in, and the rookie did all that paperwork and got him for uh, an ag assault or... Assault with a deadly weapon. No felony, just misdemeanor stuff. But that was interesting. That's oh, crazy, because if you were to do that in California, they'd actually still charge him with a felony. That'd be nice. I wish we... And it would be pled down to probably a misdemeanor later. Later, right. But we'd have to get felony approval first, and that, that's not, that doesn't go well. Um, so one other thing I heard a call. It wasn't ours. <laughs> the town next door. I don't know the details of it. This is just how it came out. Um, take the domestic, the verbal argument for the man whose wife has Parkinson's is, and is hoarding all his food. I just had to make a note of that. I'm like, what the fuck are people calling the police for? My wife's got Parkinson's and she's hoarding all my food. I'm like, oh my God, dude. What the <laughs> it's okay, fuck? Though. The lady that uh, had COVID uh, called me to uh, talk to her because she is afraid that people that she owes money to are going to sue her. For Oh, for to get the money back. Yeah. So I asked her, I go, well, you consider just paying them back? Right. I mean, it seems like that would be an easy way to solve this issue. I hope they sue you. Yeah. And then she was also afraid because they know that she is undocumented. Like, I don't care See, if you're undocumented. No, she's Korean. Korean. Sorry, she I didn't mean to a, assume. She was not a very nice lady. She was very rude. And she doesn't pay back people, apparently. Yeah. And then, like, people were calling her on her bullshit. Like, hey, you're, like, apparently she's got some mental health issues. Like, you're crazy. You need to be taking your psychiatric meds. You know, you've said all this horrible stuff and we want our money back. And if we don't get it back, we're going to sue you. Yeah. And she was like, they're scaring me and I want you to open up an investigation. Like into what? Oh, (laughs) into you for defrauding these people. Right. Did I send you a picture of that call that we got? No. So you did not. The rookie went on a call. Here's the first, I I have a, I took a picture of the MDT phone report at 2000 hours. A juveniles were kicking a ball and almost hit the caller's child. The caller wants the officer to look up video footage and find the kids responsible. <laughs> like, what? He's walking past I'm the park. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's kids kicking a ball against the school wall. The ball deflects off the wall, goes near them, and he wants to know who those kids are, and he wants detectives on this case right away. Where the fuck no. are these people coming from, dude? Don't you, say their mom is yeah. vagina either. 
We know that's true already. Their father's balls. Yeah. <sighs> well, no, it, it's like these are the people that are the ones that are also the loudest about defund the police. Right. But you want us to deal with that bullshit. Yes. Like, no, that's not happening, dude. My ear itches. <laughs> Damn it. My hip hurts, my knee hurts, my ear itches. And now you're scratching your back. You got, you got a lot of stuff going on, Mike. It's a very uncomfortable day for me. It's It's been a rough one, Mike. <sighs> All right. You'll get, you're going to get through it, buddy. Thank you, buddy. I don't We're have, almost done. I don't have any issues like you do right now, so I'll take my sore hip, knee, and itchy ear. I'm thinking about starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> no, do the GoFundMe for WorkbenchCon. There we go. Damn it. Oh, I got a letter of recognition from St. Baldrick's. I wanted to say thank you to everybody who has um, donated to my St. Baldrick's in the past uh, 15 years, and they sent me some honorary letter with a grand title. It's pretty cool. I'm going to frame Five-time it. Lifetime Achievement know. Award. Kind of. Just doing it, you know, <laughs> being a part of the fight for 15 years. Yeah. Um, that's pretty no, neat. that's good. That was in my mailbox it's, it's, at work when I went in. That's an awesome thing that you do each year. Yeah. I appreciate all the help that you guys give me, too, because I couldn't do it without you. I'd just be a bald right. guy walking around the street looking idiotic. <laughs> Not for a cause. Just just, just another bald white guy. Another bald white guy. Walking around. All right, so all we're right. going to do the... Officer Down Memorial page. Anybody that's interested while you're listening can go to odmp.org. And or you can download the ODMP. Yes, you can if you have app. room on your phone for another app. Mine has 300 apps on it, so I'm running out of room. That's too many apps. It's not really 300, dude. It's probably, I don't know, four pages of full apps. I don't know how many that is. I don't know. So a lot of them are podcast apps. Huh. Once we get to the uh, woodworking portion, I actually have a question for you. Okay. For cool. like an app or something. All right. Well, Anyways, let, let's cue th- the sad music. Hopefully this David Fesslian doesn't listen to this part of the show because he'll hear his music here too. I think if he pulls a copyright on this part, like he's kind of a dick. I think so too. All right, we have three names this week. Thank God. It's only three. And then you have two canines to talk about. So first up is Chambers County Sheriff's Office in Alabama. Deputy Sheriff Jamar Colin Abel. End of watch Monday, June 20th, 2022 from an automobile crash. Deputy Sheriff Jamar Abel was killed in a vehicle crash on County Road 278. He was assisting the Renoke Police Department during a vehicle pursuit when his patrol SUV left the roadway while rounding a curve at about 4.30 p.m. The patrol car overturned after striking a ditch on the side of the road. He was transported to West Georgia Medical Center where he succumbed to his injuries. The subject was apprehended. Deputy Abel was killed on his two-year anniversary with the Chambers County Sheriff's Office. He is survived by his father and fiance. He was 24 years young. Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office in South Carolina. Deputy Sheriff Austin Derek Aldridge. End of watch Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. Cause was gunfire. 
Deputy Sheriff Austin Aldridge was shot and killed while responding to a domestic call at 3.20 p.m. on Chaffee Drive in Spartanburg. When Deputy Aldridge approached the house, he was ambushed by the subject. Bystanders gave medical aid to Deputy Aldridge until EMS arrived and then provided responding officers with a description of the subject and his vehicle. Another deputy spotted the subject and attempted a traffic stop. The man pretended to surrender, but shot at the deputy, who returned fire before the shitbag fled again. After crashing his vehicle, the subject engaged in yet another shootout before running into the woods, where members of the SWAT team and a police canine took him into custody. He was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. No officers were injured in the pursuit and the apprehension of the subject. Deputy Aldridge was transported to the hospital and succumbed to his wounds at 9.26 p.m. Deputy Aldridge had served with the Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office for three years. He is survived by his wife, and he was 25 years young. And Perry County Sheriff's Office in Arkansas... Detention Officer Jeremiah James Story, end of watch, June 22nd, 2022. Detention Officer Jeremiah Story was shot and killed while processing a subject into the Perry County Detention Center at 511 Alpine Avenue in Perryville. Officer Story was standing in the restroom while the subject, who had been arrested for gun drug charges, was changing into a jailed issued clothing. The man produced a pistol he had concealed on his person and shot Officer Story, who most likely was not wearing a vest. The subject was subdued after shooting Officer Story. The man was charged with capital murder and transferred to the Faulkner County Detention Center. Detention Officer Story was an Arkansas National Guard veteran. He was 21 years young. What the fuck? And Brandon will have the details of two canines. Canine Drago of the Columbia County Sheriff's Office in Florida. Canine Drago died after showing signs of heat stroke during a training exercise. He was transported to a veterinary clinic and succumbed to heat stroke the next day. Drago had served with the Columbia County Sheriff's Office for five years. And then Canine Exo of the, oh boy, Pasagolia Police Department in Mississippi. Uh, Canine Exo was shot and killed in the Helena area of Jackson County while tracking a suspect involved in a shooting earlier in the day. His handler had responded to the area to assist other agencies search for the man in a wooded area. As the man was located, he opened fire on canine Exo and his handler. Exo was struck twice during the shooting. His handler returned fire and wounded the suspect. Exo was transported to a veterinary hospital where he died from his wounds. And it does not say how long he had been a police puppy. Not long enough. You know, a famous line uh, that canine Drago used to use before he was released was, I must bite you. 
I bite you now in Soviet Russia. You know, dog like, bite you. Well, Drago said, "Soon I will. Uh, I must break yes. you." And then I said, must break. I must you. break you. So this Drago, I must bite. I you. must bite you. <laughs> and then soon he he said, "Soon I'll bite young man." Today I bit the old man. Well, that's very sad. Uh, How the fuck does uh, someone get into a jail cell with a weapon? That's a very good question that I don't have the answer to. I'm hoping it wasn't an arrestee from another department. You know that... Yeah. Those people that dropped off the prisoner, because when I worked at, at the other city, the county jail was in our city. So if we grab someone, we rarely brought them to our lockup. We would bring them right to county. Yeah. And then county would do all the, you know, fingerprinting and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for sure, we weren't going to hand over a prisoner without, you know, searching them really good. But, yeah, where do you hide it? You didn't have a gun up his ass, that's for sure. I mean, that'd be a really tiny little, like, derringer. Unless, unless this wasn't his first trip to prison. Yeah, his prison wallet's larger than others. It's more of a purse. All right, let's get out of this sad shit. <laughs> All right, what let's go heck? back to the let's go back to the happy shit. All right, on to the happy shit. Uh, what do you got about woodworking? You wanted to talk? Oh, we there's a big thing going on in the woodworking yes. community right now. So we'll, we can go with uh, that. So I know I mentioned earlier that, and people uh, watching on the YouTube can see that I am wearing a uh, snapback hat, as I am one of the. Um, members of the Snapback Boys Club who works out of my garage. Does it does it apply to me too since I work in my basement? I think so. I think it applies to basements. If we don't rent so, uh, like a storefront then we're Snapback Boys. Well, I mean, I, I think what, I, I think what this um, gentleman to? was talking about was mainly the maker community as a whole. And those of us that maybe do this as a hobby or people who are just starting up their business and maybe can't afford, you know, a, you know, 10,000 square foot right. warehouse shop. So uh, for those of you who don't know, over on the old Instagrams. Odie's. He's got the Odie's for the lines, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Hilarious. Um, yeah. But there's over 100 stories. And uh, what we're talking about is. Um, there has been a bit of a, I guess, could we call this a controversy? Is that what this is? I believe It's a controversy. Son of a bitch. All right. So a Mr. Daniel Dunlap of DD's, or Daniel Dunlap Woodworking, DDWW, for those of you who don't know. He's also a podcaster. He's he's also uh, one of the three members, uh, one of the three hosts of another Woodshop podcast. Uh, it's kind of a big one. We've had one of the hosts on this show. Yes, we have. Mike Coffey. Yep. So um, Dan had posted a reel where he was applying Rubio monocote to um, to something. I don't remember what. And somebody down in the comments had asked him, hey, you know, what do you think of Rubio compared to Odie's oil? And I think he said something to the effect of, like, look, they're not in the same class. They're kind of two totally different things. Didn't say anything negative about Odie's oil. Um, Odie's oil wasn't tagged in the post. Now, 
It was just Dan answering a question that was asked to him, unsolicited. Make well, sure you get those points across. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the owner of Odie's Oil decided to chime in and basically go off on some diatribe about how Rubio uh, uses all these toxic chemicals and there's carcinogens in the Part B and, you know, that uh, basically the people who use it are dumb and this snapback boys club referring to the maker community and, um, you know, he said something to the effect of that he hasn't worked out of a garage since he was 12 years old and just, uh, and I don't have the actual quote in front of me, so I can't quote it directly, but that's essentially the essence of it, which I, I think I've never heard anybody say anything negative about the product itself. And even today, no, I haven't heard anybody say anything negative about the product. Um, what's been happening today is uh, the hashtag like toss Odie's is going around where people are literally throwing away uh, jars of Odie's oil. A couple of people have like smashed it on the ground because typically what everyone's doing is they're taking like the full jar lid on and then like tossing it in the trash can. And I was thinking too in my head, I was like, and then they pull how, it out when the how many people cut? are like reaching in there grabbing that right. shit and yeah. then like going back to using it because it, like it's not cheap no uh, and neither is Rubio and that's why I don't use either of them because that shit ain't cheap uh, my we talked about it for those like my uncle who's listening doesn't know anything about this this Odie's oil that you put on wood is used by hundreds if not thousands of makers oh, it's, woodworkers yeah and I would they, say it's the preferred finish and they of all, people in this maker space. Every time someone uses it, there's a video of them putting it on. This company's gotten so much free publicity from this community, and then to slap the community in the face like that, I hope they have a ton of backlash that just goes nationwide. I'd like to see it oh, on the news, actually. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it'll hit the news, but um, but this guy like just did not stop. He just dug his heels in further. Like he posted some Instagram video talking about big chemical companies and all this other stuff. And I do it's, it's freaking out there. Like, like Cosmo Kramer and uh, Bob Sacramento out there. I don't know, man. I, maybe he had but a he, really bad day. But I don't know. But don't here's the thing. Like, people on this, in this community exactly. like that, that use your product. Well, here's the thing, though. If you're the owner of the company, like, how unprofessional is oh, that? Oh, God. Like, never mind the fact that he's alienating an entire customer base. Like, just for the longevity of your company, like, don't – what's the old – what did uh, – was it that Michelle Obama would say about, like, the political game? Like, when they go low, we go high. Like, don't like don't, don't sink down into it. Right. But freaking – what kills me is, like, all these people are – all I've seen today are people tagging Odie's oil and the hashtag toss Odie's and then pictures of Odie's oil. And it's like, you guys, I understand the sentiment. I understand what you're trying to do. It's free publicity. We, you know, you hear people like content creators and in particular talk about engagement, right? It's all about engagement. 
it's engagement. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Any publicity <laughs> what you're is doing, good publicity. What you're doing is you're still giving Odie's free advertising. Right. So if you really want to screw these guys over, just stop. stop stop using it, stop mentioning them and going, "Hey, find a, a similar application where you would find Odie's and go, "I like to use, you know, Bumble Shoots, Walrus Oil." Right. Um I like to make my own board butter. Like anything else, but don't give them the publicity because you're still helping them because then there's going to be some people who are just Odie's loyalists and that's every company out there has people with that. No matter what the company does, they're like, you know what? I don't care. I like the product. Right. I'm going to continue to use the product. But if you start giving people the alternative to it of like, hey, I like to use – like I, I know uh, Walrus Oil has gotten a lot of great publicity because they actually came out and were like, we're a company that started in a garage. So and then like Bumble Shoots actually came out with a snapback hat that says like snapback maker. I'm like, I absolutely love this. This is how you do business. Right. (laughs) So I just it's been absolutely fascinating. If you have a chance, go over to Daniel uh, Dunlap's Instagram. It's I think at Daniel Dunlap Woodworking. I have it up right now. And he has a um, they're called Daniel Dunlap dot Woodworks. Yeah. And he has um uh, they're called story highlights where he's compiled basically the Odie's saga into one place. Now I will warn you it's very long and Dan does get worked up and he does drop an F bomb, which I love. Good. So, uh, if you have time, if you're taking a long poop, I highly suggest sitting there and watching the whole thing. It's, um, it's really kind of remarkable to see, uh, because I mean, Again, it's not an issue with the product. It's an issue with the person. Right. So that's uh, that's the controversy. Now, I did have a question for you because I know that you haven't really seen this today because, you know, you try to keep yourself on a midnight schedule. So this is yeah, I haven't been on. kind of your morning. Um, so a lot of guys, when you post things to Instagram, you at the end have some sort of animation where your logo appears. Correct. Right? Yeah. What app or program or how you do that oh yeah um <laughs> well first of all you need a png file of your logo because it, pretty sure morgan gave me those yeah it'll have no background then so when you when you <laughs> yeah. post it it'll just be the logo because i was doing yeah. it on my own with a screenshot of something when i first started but yeah so you need a png and then I was telling you earlier that i pay for uh i pay for power director which is the app i use to video edit they okay. actually make a PC downloadable version of their video editing software that I might look into because Adobe is great and I have access to it through my daughter, but it's very, it's got a big learning curve. Yeah, it's not user friendly. It's really not. You can do so much great stuff with it, but I'm not a filmmaker. I'm just a content creator, so I don't need like a lot of that stuff. But power. So you're telling me I should probably try using the iMovie on my iPhone. In, I, th- I don't know how I use iMovie for our podcast, okay, and, and for some of my uh, YouTube videos. And I don't know if I can. Yeah, I guess if I had a PNG, I could put it in there. It should work the same. You just on my Power Director app, I I edit all the video first, and then the next thing I do is add that in the next layer as a photo, but there's a second drop down layer that 
underneath your main layer of, of video. So there's a okay. photo a lane and then a video lane. So I just drop it in there and expand it for the whole time. And then I can position the size of it and move it to where I want to. Well, I know that like in the video, like having the little watermark thing. Yeah. But I'm talking like at the oh, end the of the end. video. Yeah. It's the same actual picture that I use for the watermark. I just add it as a photo and then I do okay. a transition to it. And then you can do a random movement if you want. And it'll go up or down or side to side. Or, and then in PowerDirector, they make all kinds of different um, transitions like film and roll and flips and glitches and you can just pick one and it'll, it'll glitch right into your picture. So basically it's just a picture and it comes okay. up at the end of the video. I thought I'm you meant the watermark. I'm sorry. No, no, I, but that's good to know too. Yeah. yeah um, you have an Apple, so I don't think power director works on Mac on Apple stuff. It's PC. yeah. But usually if I put in like a, the name of an app that say is not in the app store, it still knows that like, okay, this thing exists. Here's something comparable. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. No, because I've always wondered that because like some of you guys, like you have a really good one that I like. Uh, was it the person who has, I think the best one I've seen is uh, Jonathan J.R. Back. Yeah. His He's got is, an actual animation. Yeah, it's it's super cool. And there are, I like there are guys that, out there that will make an animation of your logo for you for a small fee. I just haven't done yeah. it. Remember earlier we were talking in terms of money? Right, no, exactly. Um, <laughs> you need disposable income to have that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. S- speaking of disposable income, I just got oh. a, a, an email that I'm getting my first check from YouTube. Nice. From my um, videos, yeah. But how much is it? If you don't mind me asking, how, how much are you taking YouTube for? 160 bucks. Hey, that's more than I'm making. Yeah, so as long as that those videos are on there and I'm getting those watch hours still, um, All right. I'll get some money from them. Maybe someday it'll be a lot more, you know, because that stuff never goes away. It just keeps going. I'm always curious about that. Like, I, There's a couple of YouTubers that will actually, um, what is it, um, the dude over at Shop Nation and then Lincoln Street uh, well, Woodworking. He, they actually did full videos like breaking down like, hey, this is how much I actually make off of YouTube. Lincoln now, Street. granted. Sorry, that guy spoke at WorkbenchCon. Yeah. He only had like 11 videos at the time. But he's got a shitload yeah. of viewers. He, his, he had a, he's had a couple of videos where one was um, how he went about it. And then the other one was, hey, this is what I made on YouTube. And I really appreciated both of those guys doing it because I've always like I don't I don't do YouTube. I don't have time to film and edit and do all this. I have no real desire to learn how to edit videos, at least not for that long of content. Like maybe some short stuff for for Instagram or something. But it was really interesting to see what you could pull out of YouTube. Yeah, you can. It's a lot of work and you have to have people that like watching your content. You have to have good content, but Every time I hear the story and I talk to somebody that's a big YouTuber, their main thing is a lot of those people that spoke at WorkbenchCon were they, you should, and this doesn't apply to you and I, I don't think, but you should Google what the top search um, topic is in woodworking and then make a video for that. Every week you should be searching, you should be looking for the top searched things on YouTube and then if you can, if you do that kind of work, you make a video to that because that's being searched most. Yeah. I don't have time for that shit. No, what I'm building, I'm building, I'm shooting it, I'm putting it on. Whatever. Yeah. 
Um, if, I, if that was the only thing I ever did, then I might do that. But I don't have time to do that. So I'm too busy making promotional videos for fucking people that want to send me tools. <laughs> and then stressing about it and then taking on another video. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> new video up on the painter's tools that, the I, paint uh, things. that I got from Saker. So if you can, listeners, uh, please go to the Marazzo Woodworking and DIY YouTube channel and check out that video. Uh, comment, like, subscribe. And the company sent me another tool today or they asked me if I want to shoot another video for a scriber or a wooden a wood scriber or whatever and also works as a compass and some other bullshit. Yeah. But I'm thinking I did a 10 minute video, 10 and a half minute video on this painter's tool. The next one will only be like three minutes long because I went to their page I was gonna say, and there's just a bunch of they, short videos. Yeah. Do they like give you a kind of a time no. that they want the video to be? No. And then when I went to go look at their two pages – they're short videos. I made a long one. But you can't show well, the product how it works if you're not doing it properly. Yeah. And it's, for long, it's under 11 minutes, so it's not a 30-minute video. No, I think a 10-minute um, video is fine, especially for something like that because it shows that you're actually using it. Correct. And then I took it oh, apart yeah. and put the doors back away. I didn't paint them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I had to get it done. They were arguing, bothering yeah. me about it. So It's like for the last month. It's like they keep asking me about yeah. it. <laughs> and now the next one is to do that door lock because they – they required me to. They keep asking you about it. They want me to film that video, and then they want my input on their instruction sheet if I suggest any edits for them to change in the manual. I would get on that because that's going to be a little bit more intensive. Yeah. Well, Unless just, you just go like, no, it's fine. Well, I, I, looked <laughs> I figured at, it out. I looked at it quickly when I, took it, when I opened up the packaging, and it looks pretty cut and dried, but they, were, they, they came back to me and said that there's a part with the programming of the lock that – they've had feedback on. So I got to look at, really look at that portion and give them a detailed breakdown of what I think could be better. It's nice that they're asking me for my opinion. I, I appreciate it. Um, it would be nice if they had an affiliate program, but they don't. I just get the tool if I shoot a video, which yeah. is still cool. It's good to have tools. Yeah, it's free. a pretty good deal for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you working on anything besides the, uh, the well, big ass Island? I'm building doors and I showed you guys in the pre-show. Here's one. Yeah. It's a door. It's a um, shaker. Shaker, Shaker style door, door. and uh, it's been fun for the last few days. I forgot what I was doing, and I actually didn't cut some of the, the rails long enough, so I had to redo um, a bunch of them, well, all of them. So it would be eight rails I had to redo and make them a half inch longer in each direction, so a total inch longer. Uh, so that's what I've been working on. I think it's really close. I, I painted those shelves, and then I went to put them into the, uh, the island, and... They were too long and deep, and it scratched up the inside of the paint inside the island. So I had to trim on the table saw both sides and the back of the finished shelves that I put um, edge banding on and painted. So when I ran them through the table saw, it, um, there's some tear out on the back or the side yeah. on the top. So I had to mud, you know, put some wood filler over that, and I have to sand them. And then I put wood filler on the exposed plywood on the sides. No one's ever going to fucking see these sides of the shelf or the back. <laughs> but for fuck's sake, I can't just leave them shitty. So I still have to, then I have to repaint those. I have to repaint the inside of the island where they were scratching all the paint. And then um, I did, after we talked last week, I sanded down the, the you know, the 32nd of an inch on one yeah. end. And then I filled the other end with the wood filler. And I just have to finish that sanding. It's almost ready to be painted. 
as soon as these doors are done. So tonight, yeah. after I get done, you know, editing the podcast, I hope to cut the panels for the doors and glue them up. And then they'll be ready for sanding. And then I'll drill the holes for the cups and stuff for the um, uh, hinges. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should paint them first and then drill the holes. Because if I drill the holes first, then paint gets in there. Yeah, and then it's going to screw with the fit. So I think you should paint right. first so and I'm then drill the paint holes. paint first and drill the holes. Um, and then I can have so – I asked my son if he'd help me carry this monster upstairs and I can finish working on it in the family room. So I wanted to show you. Now I don't want to make the camera um, <laughs> unfocused again. But my plate came in. I ordered a brass plate. Remember I was saying I wanted to do this? Yeah. So it came in the mail. Um, it's just uh, a few inches long. Maybe it's that's what she said. Yes. Four by two, maybe. Okay. Um, it's, I was hoping now this is a piece of brass. Actually, it's actually thin brass. It's not plastic looking brass. So it's all brass. So when they engraved in it, it's just engraved in it. it. It's no letter color. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I can put like a black ink in there and then sand it. It might ruin it. I'm not going to try it, but it says custom made by hand for Erica and Kevin with their last name by Mike Morazzo and then Morazzo woodworking 2022. And it's very thin. It's got two pieces of tape on the back. Yeah. I kind of want to drill a hole on each side here. And I got some nice brass wood screws. I don't know where to put it. I liked your idea of putting it somewhere on the outside Maybe on the back in the center up, and then you have the top over it so it won't really stand out. But if you peek under the countertop, yeah, you'll see it. Yeah, but it's something that's there. So I got to ask her. I wanted it to be a surprise, like, like this is a big surprise. Ooh, yeah. you made a plaque. It's still, it's still a pretty cool little thing. But I think it's pretty cool. And then Troy, the other night at work, Troy's the tow truck driver that listens to our yeah. show. He was, I spent an hour. He's doing all this research on the computer in his, in his truck and the MDT in his tow truck and sending me screenshots of where I can get blank brass pieces. And I mean, <laughs> he did all the legwork for me. So I saved all that because I want to start doing this stuff myself. Yeah. And since I can engrave this stuff with my CNC or a laser, use my laser. But I, I, I got that. I'm excited to put that on here. I just have to find out if she wants it. I don't know if I should tell her or if I should just put it on the outside. Just put it. Just put it. On the, put it on the outside. Just I also have to make there. them each a T-shirt, so I got to, you know, make some T-shirts um, soon. And then uh, I had something. Oh yeah. Oh, Troy also mentioned because uh, we were talking about your fan noise last week. Remember you and I? Yeah. So he sent me a link to a program by Nvidia, and I have that. That company makes part of my computer right now. That we're doing this on is a gaming computer and NVIDIA is a huge gaming uh, programmer. So they make a studio. He sent me the link here. I just wanted to show it to you because you might, I don't know if do you have a Mac that you record yes. on. I'm not sure if it works for Macs. I'll um, do. My Mac is so old. I don't think I could download anything else. to it. All right. Well, this thing will, you run the audio through it and it might be just on my end. It's a broadcasting app, and I would put it on this computer and then run everything through it. It would eliminate your fan noise. He says he runs two big fans right next to him when he games, and, and you can't hear them because of this program. Huh. So, well, do you hear the fan now? 
Because it's been on the entire time. No, when you're talking, you can hear it, but when you're not talking right now, something is shutting you off. Huh, that's weird. So you talk, I hear background noise, you stop talking, it's, it's dead silent. Interesting. <laughs> You'll have that, to listen that, back for that. That is weird. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. So that's all I got. Um, I got. I wanted to bring up the engraving plate. It looks cool. Hope to add it. And then uh, progress on the vanity. And I'm frustrated that I'm, I got this huge cut on the side of my arm because I'm trying to move around down here with this damn vanity, or kitchen island, I said it again, <laughs> up on some horses. And I, I hit the corner with my arm, and it tore my, my arm open. Jeez. So well, I th- that old man skin never happens. Yeah, I'm thinking it's about time to start tearing down that wall once all these projects are, I'm caught up on projects and start expanding the shop. That's it. Hey, I think I, I think for a uh, what is it a an Instagram a woodworker of the week? I'm gonna yeah. say Daniel Dunlap. All right, DD gets the woodworker of the week shout yeah. out. Although he re- he's got eighty three thousand followers, so he might not. Well, need he a doesn't need out. the followers, but it, that's not something that we. No, factor into it, it. otherwise we factor in. I don't think David Miller would have ever been one or or Brian or any of those guys JR back yeah because they have a pretty good following but I think just based on the crap that he's had to deal with yeah that's a good you call. know unprovoked I, I think he I think he's handled it quite well so yeah check out so his Dan, page yeah check out his TikTok apparently he's big on TikTok I can't do TikTok they're watching you and Hey, they're watching you on Instagram too, dude. Okay, maybe, but that's and, our government, not their government. Uh, are you sure though? Because I'm pretty sure the guys that are watching you on on the Instagrams work for that government. <laughs> okay, maybe. I'm telling you, man, it's I'm not putting anything out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> We're all being watched by everybody. How's that? Yeah, just, just what do we always tell new officers? Assume everybody has a right. camera. Yeah, because now Just they assume, do, unfortunately. Not when I started. <laughs> that you are always on camera. No such thing as a camera phone so, when I started. So we have no questions from David Franklin? We've got no questions this week from anybody. From anyone? No. Right. Well, not whatever. a single one. All right. You so had a question for me I about did. adding does the that count? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and hopefully okay. anybody else that's looking to do that, that's how you do it. All right. So um, if you do have a question, and you would like to hear your voice on the podcast Radio Waves. Record a voice memo and email it to handcuffsandsawdustpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can just type it out and send it in a direct message to Mike at Marazzo Woodworking or me at Full House Woodworking. Or you can send it to the show at handcuffsandsawdustpodcast. At gmail.com. I almost, I almost went right into it. <laughs> Stay safe on the streets and in the shop. Uh, deuces. Ran out of music. Peace. (laughs) We didn't hit the post that time.